worldwide. Word. Come on, y'all. Let's fuck up. Take it over, wave your frequency. It's Miss J in the morning. Hey ladies, it's March, which means it's officially Women's History Month, or like we like to call it National Her Story Month. Now, Women's History Month has had its origin as a national celebration in guess what? The 1980s. I know, right? Uh 1981 to be exact, when Congress passed a bill which authorized and requested the president to proclaim the week beginning March 7th in 1982 as Women's History Week. Throughout the next five years, Congress continued to pass joint resolutions designating a week in March as Women's History Week. Finally, in 1987, after being petitioned by the National Women's History Project, Congress passed uh-huh, 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 Pub L100-9, y'all look that up on your own, which designated the month of March as Women's History Month. Between 1988 and 1994, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. Since 1995, presidents have issued a series of annual proclamation designating the month of March as Women's History Month. These proclamations celebrate the contributions of women in the United States and recognize the specific achievements women have made over the course of American history in a variety of fields. This month, we are celebrating all things Pumps. Pumps for Women, Inc., our sponsoring organization right here on Pumps Radio, is focused on the purpose, the uplifting, the mentoring, the positivity, and the sisterhood women need to thrive. This month is one of the most exciting months of the year, and I'm thankful to bring it right here on Ms. J in the morning. So tune in for new episodes Monday through Friday. You can listen 24-7 on your favorite podcast app anywhere in the world we are gonna do all music all events all trivia all interviews everything surrounding women all march 31 days of amazing female power make sure to keep it locked right here on miss j in the morning and visit our website pumps for women inc.org dot. Org. Pumps Radio, thank you. Thank you to all the women, past, present, and even future generations for your contribution to our success. Happy National Women's History Month from Miss J in the morning. I release this frequency, speak to me 
Every low foul listener, please keep from me as I release these frequencies. Oh, free my city, free my seed. Bless my situation, give me freedom. Bless the generation, give them mercy. Bless the situation. Situation, let them know, know that you love, know you can love. Oh, free my city, free my seed. Bless my situation, show me love. Bless the generation, let them know, know that you love, know that there's love. Frequently, as I release this frequency, speak to me. Every low foul listener, please keep from me. As I release this frequency, oh, free my city, free my seed. Bless my situation, give me freedom. Bless the generation, give them mercy. Bless the situation. That you love oh. Free my city, free my seed Bless my situation Show me love Bless the generation Let them know Know that you love Know that they love Never fight trying to figure out which way to go while you're listening to everyone telling you what to do, what not to do, at the same time trying to find out what works for you. So on today, we are taking a break from it all and being nourished and being fed by one of my muses, one of the most powerful women that has snatched up out of the ruts that we find ourselves in. Today, we are talking about freedom with Inyala Van Zant. 
she has a spa series that is going viral, you guys. And so I wanted to make sure to do my due diligence and share where I get my inspiration. On today's episode, all I want you to do is simply sit back and listen and be fed. Engage the conversation. Follow her on all social media platforms and the website. Make sure to log on to pumpsforwomeninc.org for many updates about what we're doing to help women around the world. Men, you can get on this too. Make sure you listen to support the women in your lives, mothers, sisters, aunts, cousins, daughters, wives, girlfriends, or just people you care about. Share this episode today. Make sure you share your vision and believe it. It's Inyala Van Zant right here on Ms. J in the morning. our spiritual spa. You know, this is the time we come together once a month. Let me see if I can get a little more of my face in here. Uh, Or can you see my face? Hey, how you doing? Time for roll call. I I saw Baltimore, so I know Baltimore is in the house. Wait a minute, what's going on here? Okay. And Alafia, Alafia, how are you, my darling? Chicago's in the house. Chicago is in the house. And, oh, we got a good lesson tonight. We got a good spa. We got a good, good spa. So I hope you have your pencil and your paper. I hope you're ready to get some really good insight about the vision, your vision, okay? So that's what we're talking about this evening. Can you see it clearly? The vision, what it is, what it isn't, and why it matters. South Carolina's in the house. Houston's in the house. Virginia Beach is in the house. Macon, Georgia is in the house. Omaha is in the house. How the cows out there, Omaha. The Boogie Down Bronx is here. You know Brooklyn is in the building. Welcome for the to the nation of Brooklyn. Oak 
town, Oakland, California, home of our, uh, not home, yeah, yes, home of our VP. Yes, Albany, New York is in the house. So I'm so glad to see you all. Come on in. We're getting ready to get undressed so that we can start our lesson. And uh, and, and and really, I've got a good, something good for y'all tonight. I've got a good goodie for you tonight. So I'm so excited about it. I can't get it to work. I click on, every, oh, somebody's having problems getting in. Well, I've got five bars. So if it doesn't, if it's not working, it's on you. It's not on me. All right. If you have to refresh, hey, Puerto Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Nashville, Boston is in the house. Philly's in the house. Uh, My deep bow to my spiritual warrior, spiritual warrior training coming up on the first day of spring. So be sure that you get signed up. Bonjour, Paris. Bonjour. Bonjour. Jacksonville, Florida is in the house. Yes. Vacaville. Vaca, Bakerville. Is it Bakerville or is it Bakerville? Hey, Bronx, Durham, Arizona, Ohio, Columbus, Jamaica is here. New Jersey is here. North Carolina is here. Come on in. I want to give you this first five minutes to get in. Hello, France. Hello. Detroit is in the house. St. Croix is in the house. I just love that we all come together at least once a month to get a treatment in our soul, in our spirit. South Florida is in the house. Richmond is in the house. Chevy Chase, Maryland. England. England. Is it England or is it the UK? I don't know. Y'all keep switching up on me. Annapolis is in the house. New Mexico. Welcome. Calgary. Mobina is in the house. Good. Connecticut's in the house. Love it, love it, love it. Come on in. We got another minute. Guadalupe. Well, welcome. Yes, Canada. Haiti is in the house. How are you? I love Haiti. Scotland's in the house. Oh my God, Scotland's in the house. I'm so excited. Florida is here. Yeah, I'm not talking to your Florida. It's warm. Well, let me be nice because it's getting a little warm up here on the uh, East Coast. Let me say uh, all all my beloveds of Abundance Nation, welcome. I hope you are still doing your work. And to you here at the Spiritual Spa, all my Spiritual Spa members, we you showed out on HSN, but I got a story to tell you all about that, okay? So to the Spiritual Warriors, to the Abundance Nation, to my front and the ground up people, I haven't forgotten about you, to all of my haps, all of us who went through the... Um, healing ancestral patterns together. We got so many communities and we all merge together right here once a month for the spiritual spa, a time to withdraw from the world and go within and do some treatment. So I have an immersion for you tonight, something really good. So come on into the room, come on in, and now it's time to get undressed. You know, when you go to the spa, you got to take your clothes off. So we want to take the world off. And we always do that beginning with a breath. Come on, breathe with me. Ah, Yes. Just settle in. I know we only see each other once a month and we're so excited about that, but we want to breathe right now. You know how they send you at the spa, they send you into the locker room and you have to take off all your clothes and you're looking around to see who's looking. <laughs> oh, the last time I went to the spa, I was standing there buck naked and somebody said, are you Ian Van Zandt? I said, not today. <laughs> I'm a naked woman at the spa. <laughs> Come on, breathe. Oh, for all of you, if you have your mala, your mala beads, come on, breathe on the beat. 
and exhale on the bead. Breathe on the bead and exhale on the bead. Breathe on the bead and exhale on the bead and relax. Now in one of the wonderful emails that I sent you, one of the invitations that I sent you, I included in there a prayer for clarity. I don't remember it by heart, but I'm gonna pray that prayer. I'm gonna pray for our clarity tonight, okay? Take a breath with me, pray on a bead. If you have your mala, I have mine here. Mm -hmm. Pray on the bead and exhale on the bead, good. Precious Lord of the universe, just now we ask for and open ourselves to receive an outpouring of your divine mind. Let it fill us with clarity. We ask that the presence of your mind in our minds eliminate all darkness, darkness of thought, darkness of perception, darkness of programming, darkness of conditioning, darkness of belief, darkness of memory. Come on, breathe with me. And we ask that wherever you release us from darkness, that you fill us with light. We ask the Ascended Master Serapis Bay to bring his light in to our minds today that as we listen and receive to create a vision that we shall be filled with light. We ask that there are doors in our minds that you beloved father create a source closed that no one can open. And we ask that you open doors within our minds that no one can close. We ask that you stir up within us the vision that you created in us, as us, and through us, that we may walk away from here different than we were when we came in. Come on, breathe with me. And because we ask and allow, we know the creator becomes, so we let it be, and so it is. Yeah. When I was doing my prayer work, because I pray about everything, my prayer preparation tonight session, I received a very clear message that message was this. The message was that the imagination has become an abandoned faculty. An abandoned faculty. That in today's world, we are not encouraged or invited to use our imagination. You know, our music is interpreted for us in videos. Many of our opinions are fed to us. We are coerced and co-opted into what to believe and what not to believe because those who control words and images control the minds of the people. Imagination is the power of the mind to create through images and vision begins with an image. So. What is vision? Let me see if I can get my screen working here. I'm on screen. Work with the sister. There you go. <laughs> what is vision? Now, let me see if I can make it work. 
Let me see. Come on, thing. All right. You don't want to do it. Work with me. Let me make sure I'm in the right place, doing the right thing. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do. And I have this beautiful thing for y'all. I want you to see it. So let me see. Help me. Where did that bug come from? Okay, let me take it down. I'm going to close it. I'm back. And then I'm going to open it again. Because obviously I did something wrong. Okay. But I'm getting better. Y'all know I'm getting better than I was. <laughs> so, oh, they're trying to instruct me. And they know that don't work. I got to click on your preview window. Ah. Ah, thank you. Click on my preview window. There you go. <laughs> now, can y'all see me? Because I cannot see you at all, all right? But we'll worry about that later. I want you to see the, the screen. Uh, let me see. Did I do the right thing? Could you see me? Somebody tell me, could you see me? Because I couldn't see you, and that made me nervous. So let me see. Let me try it again. Let me go to my preview window. Oh, do I have to do preview or do I have to do share screen? Uh, yes, you could share my screen, share my screen. Okay. And then I go over there and then I get this little bugger. And then I say that and I hit it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Well, y'all are gone again. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, wait. Now it's gone. You know what? I have it all written down. So I, if I can't see you, I just can't see you. But I want you to see this. Okay. All right. Can you see me? Or do you see the screen? You know what? I do this every month. You would think I would know how to do it by now. Okay. So let me do this one more time. Oh, it's having issues. Let me just tell you what a vision is. <laughs> okay. And we'll worry about that. The thing is spinning. Share the screen. Now it's saying share the screen. And I'm going here. So I'm going to talk. You can hear me. Okay. Share that. And then share that. Oh, hit that. Share that. Okay. I used to be a professional. I used to have a television show and everything. <laughs> a vision. It's gone. Can you see it? What the heck? Okay, listen. Listen, get your pencil and your paper. I don't know what y'all can see. Okay, hit my preview. There you go. Hopefully you can see that. And if you can, I'm gonna talk it through. A vision. It's an internal image or a picture of a desired experience for the future that you feel and live in the present. A vision is an internal image. And that's why I think I got the guidance that imagination has become abandoned faculty because we look for everything outside. But vision is an internal image or picture for the future 
that you feel and live in the present in your mind. Now, I will share with you in just a little bit uh, how you do that, okay? A vision is also a picture of yourself held within yourself that motivates you to be bigger than you are right now. A picture, a picture of yourself that motivates you to be bigger than you are right now. And when you begin to tap into the vision, when it begins to unfold within you, it will encompass every area of your life. And as the vision unfolds, it will bring you into alignment with the divine plan for your life, which is already etched into your soul. That's one thing that I, uh, I, I really want you to get. Oh, this is, we got it now. I really want you to get that. This thing is just acting ugly. Let me see. I don't know why it won't stay up there. Let me click preview again. Okay. I really want you to get that your vision, your purpose, it really is already etched within you. It really is. It's there. So many of us think we have to go somewhere and do something and find it, but we really don't. What we have to do is simply begin to walk it out, live it out, okay? That's what you have to do for your vision. So sometimes, and this is the hard part, we only get to know the vision, see the vision, feel the vision after we've made a mess of our lives. <laughs> and sometimes the deceptive intelligence, that's what I call the ego, will push us away from the vision. And we'll talk about why but part of becoming a spiritual adult is learning how to take responsibility for the choices that we make. And when we don't choose what we want, when we do what is familiar, chances are we're not pursuing a vision. We are living in the familiar, okay? Now, let me see if I can get it up here again. <clears throat> now, here's what a vision does. A vision calls you, pulls you, guides you, inspires you beyond everything you have done, everything you know. It pulls you beyond your history, beyond your programming, beyond your conditioning. The vision takes you out of all of that. And it takes you out of family stuff. We talked in half about how family patterns can be a noose around your neck. Your family tree can put a noose around your neck, but a vision will take you beyond that, okay? All of your conditioning, the too muches and the not enoughs, and all of the family legacy and limitations, the story you've heard, the people you've seen, the models and lack of role models, all of that that you've been exposed to, your vision will take you out of that. And that's why a vision can often be frightening. A vision can be frightening because it's something that many of us have never seen. That what the ego doesn't know drives, the, drives you crazy. The ego knows what it loves and it loves what it knows. So when you consider that the vision may be unknown to you, 
it drives the ego crazy. And the ego will challenge you in every way possible not to pursue that thing that you see within yourself, okay? The vision. A vision, it inspires you to focus forward, to focus forward. Um, are you frozen? Can somebody tell me when I had the slide up, can you see it? Because my little thing up here is, is not, oh, there it is, okay. It wasn't giving me what I needed to get what I needed to get. So let's try it again. All righty, that didn't work. Here we go. I really want you to see this because I really want you to take notes. All right, so now it's gone. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Preview is gone and it's gone. All right, documents. Hmm. All right. You know what? I guess we weren't supposed to have a PowerPoint tonight. I guess I was supposed to talk to you tonight. All right. So a vision inspires you to move forward without focusing or holding on to your regrets. Living, so many of us live with debilitating regrets because our life is not turning out the way we thought it would. And, and we think that we're doing something wrong. No, remember. Now, very often you learn more about your vision by the mistakes that you make than you do about really just living your life. You know what? I'm having all kinds of uh, technical issues tonight. Now my thing is telling me my battery is low. All right. Just sit here. Mm-hmm. There you go. So living with disappointment, discontentment, discouragement takes you, keeps your vision on the past and not on moving into something bigger. And the vision is always got to be bigger than who you are and where you are right now. Has to be bigger. All right. Something bigger, something better. Now I want to stop here for a moment and make a distinction uh, between a vision and a goal. All right. Because some people don't know the distinction between a vision and a goal. First of all, a, go a vision is internal. Goals are external. Vision is about being. How do I want to be? What do I want to be? And a goal is about doing. It's a strategy to accomplish something. While a vision is a motivation to become something. Did you get that? <laughs> A vision is internal, a goal is external, a vision is about being, and a goal is about doing, and a goal is a strategy to do something, while the vision is the motivation to become something, all right? So the vision has to come from the inside. It's important. Vision is about imaging things that don't yet exist in your life and sometimes in the world sometimes in the world, which means that creation and birthing of a vision has to be an internal process. Nobody has a baby from the outside in. They have babies from the inside out, okay? And the vision, you're going to birth a vision. Now, people will set goals because that's easy. It's intellectual and it's manageable. I know what to do. I do this. I do this. I do this. I do this. But more often than not, People that goals that stretch just beyond where they are 
And the vision's gonna take you where you've never been, okay? People set goals based on what they have and what they know and what they can do. And the vision is calling you higher. And what I always say is, once you get the vision, it will pull you forward. Goals are about doing. Vision is about being. And it's easy to preoccupy yourself with doing and busyness, but it takes time. It takes discipline. It takes faith. It takes trust. It takes being a spiritual adult to birth your vision, male or female. Vision is the only way that men can have babies. <laughs> It's more challenging to see yourself being something that a part of you may not believe in, okay? That's more challenging than doing something that you can physically or, or mentally or emotionally already do, vision. Now, to work towards your vision, beloved, you got to be able to do a few things. First of all, you have to have a desire. Your vision has to be something that you want. And so many of us won't give ourselves permission to let ourselves know what we want. What do you want? Really want that deep want. It's a desire, desire of the father, desire. But the brain will focus it as we want. You've got to have a desire in order to have a vision. And it will be scary because a lot of times you've never seen it. You don't have any reference place for it. And so it will, it will, the part of you, the, the meeble minded part of you, the critic and the judge and the killer judge and the wild person inside and the child inside, they'll get frightened because they don't think you can handle it. All right. So you've got to have a desire. You've got to be able to see it clearly in your mind. You've got to be able to see it. And you, this is the big part. Write this down. You've got to be able to feel it. Vision requires an emotional commitment. Vision requires an emotional commitment. It's not an intellectual discourse. You've got to be able to feel it. All right? Then once you can see it and feel it, you know what direction you're going in and you're not moving around aimlessly. Because without that level of clarity, without that level of clarity, you'll feel aimless, you'll feel lost, confused, and you'll be doubtful and unsure. And above all else, nothing is a greater vision killer than doubt. Doubt. If they had a pill that you could take to eliminate doubt, you should take it, like an Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> plop, plop, fizz, fizz, get rid of the doubt. When it comes to your vision, your internal vision for the future, possibilities, you must be clear about what you want. I'm going to say that over and over and over. And as a matter of fact, the offer, the invitation that I have for you tonight is going to help you get clear about that. You've got to be clear about what you want, about the benefits, the internal and external benefits, and why. Why do you want this? Why do you want it, okay? You don't have to do a whole psychological discourse, but at least has to have some connection to you, right? In this way, your vision will shape your destiny 
because as your vision gets clearer and you begin to walk it out, a lot of things are going to fall away. And that scares people too. It scares people to think that in order to get this, I got to get, I got to give up that. It's frightening and people won't do it. Okay. Vision, the internal picture for the future that you live and feel and live right now. Destiny, your destiny, it is. And destiny is the hidden power that people believe control our lives. But when you have a clear vision, you are propelling yourself toward the future that you desire. And remember, those who control the words and images control the minds of the people. So when you have an image of your vision and you put words to your vision, you get to control your own mind. Hello? How about that? Vision, propelling you toward the future. You know, scriptures tell us where there is no vision, the people perish. They waste away. They waste time. They waste energy. They waste effort. It's not just that they die. They perish. So many of us are walking around perishing, doing things that don't matter with people that we don't care about. Yeah. And you may have to do that for a little bit, but you do have the opportunity to images. In other words, without a clear vision, chances are you're going to walk around life bumping your head. So let's talk about clarity for a moment. Let's talk about clarity. It's from an old French word, clarete, clarete. And this also has Latin origins, claritas, claritas. But clarity means brightness, splendor, clearness. Clarity means uh, clearness of perception and understanding. Clarity means freedom from ambiguity. So it's important that that image, that vision that you have, that you are clear in it. You are clear about it because without clarity in your vision, you'll become frazzled. You'll start overcommitting, overdoing, and chances are you'll get very little done. So your vision is important. All right? Clarity and focus. Write that down. Somebody put in the thread. My secretary, we got spa secretaries. We got abundant secretaries. Put it in the thread. Clarity and focus are, are, are joined at the hip. Joined at the hip when it comes to your vision. All right? Clarity and focus. Now, listen, listen, listen. This is the piece I want you to get. Your vision already exists. If it didn't exist, you wouldn't be able to see it. What you're doing is tapping into it in your mind and aligning your mind with the possibilities that already exist. Take a breath. It already exists. You don't have to find it. You have to tap into it. But we're going to talk about more of that in a minute. Right now, I really want you to get that a vision will give you power. I could tell you about the number of visions that I've had. There's a whole science called visioning. My friend, Michael Bernard Beckwith, wrote a whole book on it, visioning. Yeah? But what I really want you to get is that your vision gives you power because it's birthed within you and it's created through you. And a vision is a demonstration of what really matters to you. Yeah? 
Okay. But what? That's a belief under transition. That's what but means. Belief under transition. You cannot, would not, will not, should not have vision until you are ready, willing, and able to ask for what you want, what you really, really want, what you really want from yourself, for yourself, and from the universe. Not what you think is possible, but what do you want? What do you want? That is the key question. Because your vision isn't going to come to fruition overnight. And it's not about the process like surrender. Surrender is a process. Vision is a sustained focus on a specific destination. And if it's not really what you want, you won't sustain the focus. I tell my students this all the time when they go on these darn diets. And then three days in, they're in the closet with a bag of cookies. <laughs> and I say, do you really want to lose weight? Or do you just think you're supposed to? Because if you don't want to lose weight, you're not going to do it. You're not going to stay focused. You're not going to be committed. Okay? So what do you want? And once you know what you want, the vision, you have to start taking steps toward it. Because the closer you start moving toward it, I don't care if it's writing a, a letter every day or just talking about it to yourself in the mirror. The more you move towards it, the clearer the vision becomes. Can you hear me? The more you move towards it, the clearer the vision becomes. The more you focus on it, the more action you take, the more choices you make, the clearer the details become. And then you start creating boundaries and priorities that support you in moving towards your vision, right? What you will do, what you won't do, what you can do, what you can't do, that's going to get clear for you as you start moving towards your vision. So let's just take a few minutes right here. Let's do it right here together, all of us together, with all of this electrical power behind us, all right? Let's see if we can tap into the vision, all right? Let's do that. And if it doesn't happen for you right now, no worries. I'm going to leave you with a tool tonight, the spa immersion, because you come to spa every month. And then you go away and then you come back the next month. And every month I'm talking about a new topic. Here's my question about vision. What do you do between spas with the stuff you get at the spa? Well, I got a tool for you. It's called the immersion. So I have a tool for you that for the next 27 days, you can work on your vision. How about that? But well, we're going to work on it together right here, right now. All right. So I want you to stop tapping for a moment. Stop tapping, Lord. That's the other class. Stop typing <laughs> and take a breath. Just stop typing. Come on. We're going in. We're going to get the vision. Mm -hmm. And I want you to just imagine yourself. Just imagine yourself living the life you absolutely desire. Relax, relax. For right now, that may just be words, words like happy, peaceful, wealthy, at my beach hole, you know, retired, 
Just slow your breath down. Breathe in. Breathe out. And use your imagination. And if you can't see pictures right now, just get words. What is it that you really want? Breathe in. Breathe out. And ask the question of yourself. What do I want for myself? Breathe in. Breathe out. For my home, breathe in. Breathe out. For my family, breathe in. Breathe out. What do I want? Start right here. What I want is fill in the blank and see if you can picture it. See if you can picture what it looks like, what you look like with it, what you look like when it's in your life. What I want is breathe in, breathe out. Maybe it's something you've seen in a magazine or a travel catalog, but what do I want? Breathe in, breathe out. What color is it? How big is it? See, feel, imagine, imagine that you have it. How does it feel to be in that experience? Breathe in. Breathe out. How does it feel? Don't worry about what you're seeing and if it's achievable or not or how you're going to make it happen. Just let your mind go and see where it takes you. It's easier to come back later and narrow things down. Right now, just let it rip. Breathe in. Breathe out. What I want is Breathe in, breathe out. And look at every area of your life. Look at your body. Look at your relationships. Look at your family. Look at your work. Breathe in, breathe out. Then ask yourself this. What I really want is, remember, in order to move toward the vision you desire, you must see it clearly, feel it clearly, and have a clear direction. What I really want is, breathe in, breathe out. What are you doing? What are you wearing? How are you feeling? How are you being? What's going on? Breathe in, breathe out. This is not a goal. This is not an objective. This is a choice, a powerful choice that you are making for yourself within yourself. Now choose a specific area of your life and ask yourself, what do I really, really want? Breathe in. Allow your mind to form the picture. Breathe out. 
Don't worry if you can't see it right now. Just get words, get colors, get images. It may take some time to give yourself permission to know and see what's true for you. You know, after three marriages, I thought I really wanted to be married. <laughs> what I really want is freedom. <laughs> I'll take a little nookie every now and then, but hey, <laughs> what I really want is freedom. I don't want to be married. <laughs> I want to take just a few minutes to talk about some of the roadblocks to creating a vision because you're going to get that too. Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm not talking about doing anything. I'm just talking about tapping into your mind. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to give yourself permission to really go there. And for many, when we tap into that, that's when the ego gets really busy. So when you start thinking about moving toward creating, tapping into your vision, clarity, clarity, clarity. And listen, it's important. It's hard to see where you're going if the only thing you're looking at is where you've been. Clarity is forward looking because without clarity, you focus on what you already know. And what you already know is probably not your vision. All right? Lack of clarity will be a roadblock to your vision. So you got to get clear. You're going to do that in the immersion work this month. 15 minutes a day for 27 days. That's all it is. 15 minutes a day for 27 days working on your vision. So that this doesn't just become me talking to you and then you go off and you come back next month and you like my hair. I want you to do the work. Cancel, I want you to. I'm offering you the opportunity. First roadblock to your vision, lack of clarity. Because you don't know what you don't know. Okay? Second roadblock, fear. Now, not just fear of doing it. No, no. Those are not the fears that are going to block your vision. Let me tell you the fears that are going to block your vision. The fear that you will get what you want. The fear that you'll get what you want. Do you know that's a bigger fear than not getting what you, the fear of not getting it? The fear of getting what you want for many, many people is a much greater fear because that means that you've been wrong about the fact that you couldn't have it. And people don't want to be wrong. Fear. Fear that, you, that you'll get it. Fear that it will manifest. Fear that you'll disappoint other people. Fear that you'll lose other people. It's a whole host of things, but fear is a roadblock. That's roadblock number two. Roadblock number three, in disbelief. You can spend so much time trying to convince yourself about why it won't happen until you're too exhausted to go get it. <laughs> Doubt and disbelief, roadblock number three. So you got to clean that up. Roadblock number four, unwillingness to pay the price. Some of us are just too damn lazy, too damn lazy to do what is required, too lazy to do what's required. We'd rather do what we're doing. And unwillingness to pay the price means challenging yourself, pushing yourself, stretching yourself, 
willing, you're un, we're unwilling to be vulnerable. We're unwilling to be wrong. We're unwilling to be out of control. And as the vision is unfolding and you're moving towards something bigger than you are now, you cannot be in control because you don't know what to do without guidance. So unwillingness to pay the price. Big one, ready? Clutch your pearls, clutch your pearls. Roadblock number five, resistance to change. Not wanting to let go of what you have in order to have what you want. That's why we stay in jacked up jobs, jacked up relationships. That's why we don't change our eating habits. Resistance to change. At least, you know, I know I'm fat. I know how to be fat. I don't know what's going to happen when I'm thin. Okay. Or maybe that my husband, my wife, my partner isn't the nicest person in the world, but at least I got somebody. I can give up, uh, you know, looking for something and keep this. Resistance to change. Roadblock number five. So your roadblocks, lack of clarity, fear, doubt and disbelief, unwillingness, and aka laziness, and resistance to change. Somebody got the whole thing lined up here. Bless your heart. Let me see who that is. Let me see who that is. I can't. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Lord, I took the whole lack out. Shamika, thank you, Shamika. Shamika did it too. <laughs> okay. So listen, for so many people, the thought of having their vision of themselves and their lives be bigger than what it is right now is so frightening that they fear it, they doubt it, they resist it, and they run from it. How many people are running? They got the vision. You know what it is. And you running in the totally dis opposite direction. But every card carrying adult should have a vision about everything they care about. What's your vision for yourself, for your family, for your community, for the world? What's your vision? You know, because that's how you'll set your priorities. And that's what you'll start working towards. Now, I want to talk a little bit about vision boards and vision statements. The vision has to first be born in your mind. I'm sorry. It has to first be born in your mind. I love vision boards. I, I, I have vision boards, but I always birth my vision board in the proper order. I get the vision and I write a vision statement. Write that down. You need a vision statement. Take it out of your mind and solidify it in the physical world reality. Okay? So once you get the vision, I see myself, I see my home, I see my, I see myself serving, working, I see myself. Once you get that, then you make a vision statement. And you can get a, a template for that. Just ask my husband, Professor Google. <laughs> He'll give you one, right? Or just write it in your book. Let's stop wait thinking that we don't know enough. Write it out in your book. Just get you a book and write it down. I see myself. I see my home. I see my life. I see my relationship. I see my, my family. I see my children. But your children, how you see them, you can't see things for them, okay? So you get the vision in your mind, then you write the vision statement, and then you create your vision board to reinforce the images. A lot of people make vision boards and this may happen, that may happen, this may happen because they haven't gotten the feeling, they haven't got the whole context, all right? So be sure that you get the vision. How do you do that? Just what we did. 
spend five, seven, eight minutes a day. You can do it in your immersion treatment. What I really want is, what I really, really want is, what I really want is, what I really want is. Oh yeah, and then and then you know how, listen, and this is what I, I'd say all the time. If, if you see that vision and it don't scare the pee out you, if you don't have a little pee running down your leg, then the vision ain't big enough. The vision is not big enough. A little vision where you say, ooh, no, uh-uh. It got to make a little pee come out. In old, how in the, I don't know. Okay, write it down. Okay, write it down. Okay, so the vision in your mind, the vision statement, the vision board, and let it be about things that you want. Because vision and passion, vision and clarity, vision and focus are tied at the hip. You got to be passionate about these things, all right? Vision and passion, vision and clarity, vision and focus. You, you notice I didn't say determination and hard work. And I didn't say none of that, okay? And everything I'm talking about is internal. Vision, focus, clarity, passion, they're all internal. <laughs> Once you get that, then you start the external stuff, all right? Your personal vision. You don't have to make it public. Don't go running your lip about it to everybody because people will abort your vision for you right in front of you. Just kill it right off while you're talking about it, all right? You don't have to be public. It's an internal thing. I never put my vision boards out publicly. They're all in books. All in books. Don't be looking at my vision. Mind your business. <laughs> All right. So I want to do a, a quick review. Then I'm going to take a few questions. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you about the offer. I know people have been putting it in. It's an immersion. It's called the spy immersion. I give you a little work to do every day for 27 days because I won't see you again here for 27 days to work specifically on vision. And I wanna do that after each spa so that, and I'm, you know what, there's a toll. There's, I'm not gonna call it a charge, it's a toll. Because when you wanna get from one place to another, you have to pay a toll, don't you? If I wanna go from, from where I am to New York, I got to pay tolls, I got to get on the turnpike. If I wanna go from Georgia to Florida, I got to pay them little ridiculous 50 cent tolls all the way. So I'm not charging you. You're paying a toll, a toll to get you from where you are to where you want to be. All right. So from this spa to that spa, there's a toll attached to the immersion sheet. And it's going to require 15, 20 minutes. You can do an hour if you want to, but don't make it arduous. Don't make it work. Just, you know, let it, let it be foreplay. Because, <laughs> you know, when you're in the foreplay, you know something better is coming, right? I don't know what, I really, I must really be getting an old, dirty old lady. I have all these sexual innuendos, <laughs> shocking to myself. <laughs> I, let me let me not do that. I don't want nobody charging me with sexual harassment or nothing, okay? A vision, the ability to close your eyes and imagine you in a future that does not yet exist. 
Hey, what's up? Yo, this is 50 Cent. What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? It's your boy, Drizzy Drake. And you are now rocking with my homie, my homie. Since it's National Women's Month, I'm speaking to all my ladies out there. It is time for the first sip. Don't worry, men, you can participate too. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome and congratulations for your very first first sip experience. For those of you who are not new to the show, you know what time it is. It's time to grab your glasses, your cups, your mug, maybe your flask, whatever you got. (laughs) It's time to take a moment out just for us, just for us, to give ourselves a pat on the back, to say, hey, congratulations for all that you are, all that you do, all that you are becoming, all that you have shared right here today. I know you're probably just getting your day started, but you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the work you did yesterday. So we take this moment out together, the first sip on Miss J in the morning, to acknowledge that, to take a moment and forget about what you have yet to do, what you still need to do, what you wish you had done. No, 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 this is not the time for that. This is the time for you to say, you know what? In spite of it all, despite it all, I am still amazing. I am still great. I am still wonderful. I am still beautiful. I am still powerful. I am still strong. And so we raise our glasses, our mugs, no matter what we have in it. If it's a little libation, drink responsibly. But you can have coffee, tea, water, juice, a smoothie, maybe even a mimosa. No matter what it is, you raise that glass. You raise that mug. You raise that cup. You raise it high and you say, yes, I am. I am. I am. I am. And we're going to take our first sip together. Now, y'all know. The best part of Miss J waking up is coffee in my cup and mm, 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 does it not smell good, girl. But if it ain't coffee for you and it might be tea, no matter what it is, like I said before, let's raise it right now and take our first sip together. Mm, mm -hmm. Go ahead, go in and go take a take another sip. I'm, I'm taking one, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to all of you for participating in the first sip. Let's make this a habit. Each and every day right here on Miss J in the morning, we're going to take a moment out just for us. Step away from the hustle and bustle of life and take a moment to celebrate you. And if nobody's told you, I'm proud of you and I love you. Let's get right back to the show. Wakey, wakey, it's breakfast time. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning, in the morning, in the morning. Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning. Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning. Close your eyes and image you in the future that does not yet exist. That's a vision. It's the ability to see beyond the mess that might be in front of you, to steer you away from it or clean it up and see a future that's bigger and better, okay? Bigger and better. Without a vision, you have no idea what you're doing, what you should be doing, what you can be doing. You're just stumbling along, working every day, doing the same old ridiculousity, 
and conflammation, a vision. It calls you beyond your history. So don't bring your history into the vision. It brings, it takes you beyond what you have and haven't done. So stop reminding yourself. All of your programming, all of your, your whatever, vision's going to take you out of that limitation. Okay? A vision. It's not the same as a goal. A vision is a strategy for doing. A vision. I'm sorry, a goal is a strategy for doing. And a vision is a template for becoming. All right? All right. A vision is about what you desire and how you are choosing to be. How are you going to be? I want to be more loving. I want to be more loving. I want to be more free. I am. You know, I was sitting on the bed the other day and I said, ooh. I think I'm just going to get in my car and drive to Sedona. And I, I can do that if I want to. And then all of the reasons why I can't do it started coming up in my mind. And I had to tell myself, shut, just shut up. Shut up. Sit down yourself. Okay. So don't set goals. Get a vision. Although the vision is your guide that keeps you on the path, please be open when you get the vision to challenging and new information, you know, your vision is going to be challenged. And as you get challenged, you'll get new information about you and your vision may shift and change. It's okay. Don't be so dogged that it's got to look like this. It's got to be like this. Yeah. When I first started Masterpiece, I swore I was going to make all everything by, by hand or forever so that I could pray over it and play the music. And I, listen, I know I have bottled at least 100,000 bottles. <laughs> I must have bought 1,000 pounds of herb. I don't have to do that. My vision is for masterpiece to be a household word. That's my vision. Okay? So I got to let it go. That's new information. It was challenging. So don't think that because you get the vision, it's going to go smoothly. It's not. You first of all have to grow out of your littleness to get into your bigness. All right. Okay. I hope that was helpful to somebody. I'm going to take a few questions. I think my team has already put in the thread um, your immersion sheet, one sheet every day for 27 days. You can do it or not do it. You can take 54 days. It's up to you. My goal is for you to have a clear vision, a clear, clear vision, okay? And then you'll know, yeah, my vision is so, are you peeing? Somebody said, Casey said, my vision is so big, it's scary. Good. Little pee coming down your leg, it's good. That's, that's it. Do that. <laughs> Write about that. Work on that, okay? Get clear. And the who, what, where, why, the who, that's you, the what, that's the image, the why, that's the being. You got to have all of that. And that's why you need your vision statement. All right. Get the image, write the statement, make the board. Get the image, write the statement, make the board. Okay. Don't just be, don't leave, listen, don't leave your vision up in your head alone without adult supervision. Don't do that. Because <laughs> someone booties up there, when the ants, the ants, if you leave that vision up in your head without adult supervision, the ants are going to start eating it up. Y'all know what an ant is, another negative thought. That's what an ant is, okay? All right.
So somebody's got, there it is. There's the worksheet. It's called the immersion, spa immersion, so that you can work on the topic we talk about between spas. Because it's about doing the work, beloveds. It's about doing the work. We've got to do the work. And gentlemen, I love you, but this is paper and pencil work. I know y'all don't like to do that all the time, but you got to. Things are changing. I want my, my men folk to do the work, do the work. Wives, sit down with them. When you go to the um, to the uh, Dollar Tree, get them a book too. Get them a book and y'all get y'all some wine and y'all sit together at the table and, and do, do whoever your partner is, man, woman, I don't care. It don't matter to me as long as you got one. I personally want to be free. <laughs> but I have toys, physical toys, living and otherwise. I don't have to tell everything. Anyway, let me answer a question. question. How do I find my what my vision is? Did I not just, what happened? Oh, you must have asked that question before. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is answered. All right, let me get out of there. Can you help me understand and change why I've always been persistent in helping others bring their visions to pass, but continue to put my own off. What's going on within worth, worth and value? I feel stuck and I'm tired of it. I get the immersion sheet. And I'm going to give you an assignment that, no, I can't give you this assignment right now. Work on your vision. Next month, I'll give you an assignment that'll heal you. Okay. But it's a, it's an issue of value and worth. So many of us, oh. So many of us felt unseen, unheard, unloved as children that we continue to live in as adults trying to prove that we're worthy of somebody else's time, energy, and attention. But you got to let yourself know you are worthy of your own time, energy, and attention. You are worthy. Put that in the thread. You are worthy of your own time, energy, and attention. And when it comes to your vision, when it comes to your, your, um, your self-care, when it comes to your uh, uh, destiny, you, you got to be first on your list. Vote for you. Vote for you. Put that on the refrigerator. Today, I'm voting for me. All right? First. Today, I'm voting for me. Put that on the refrigerator. All right? And, and also put on the bathroom mirror. I am worthy of my own time, energy, and attention. My vision depends on it. Put that on the bathroom mirror in lipstick. You two gentlemen, don't put yours in lipstick, though. People have questions about you. All right. Um, let me get to another question. Like organizations have vision statements, how do I go about developing one for myself and my life's purpose and vision? My hope, no, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Who's this right here? This is Kelly Smith. Kelly Smith. She said she hopes that the statement will bring clarity to the vision. No, the vision begins with an image. Let your mind just run, see it, see it, see it, write it down. Then you see it, see it, see it again, write it down. The vision brings clarity to the statement, not the statement brings clarity to the, to the vision. Why is that? Because the writing is intellectual and the vision is in the soul, all right? So once you get it down, then you have to start making choices and priorities, 
All right. So no, you don't get the statement first. You do the vision first in your mind, in your mind. See that vision. What do you, what do you, and start with something small, you know, don't try to do everything at once. Have a vision maybe for your home, for your family, for your relationship and, and, and write that down. You'll see in the emergency, you'll see how to do it. How do I know if my vision is the same vision God has for me? Well, what other vision would you have? You think you got my vision? <laughs> what God has for me is in me. We Oh, okay. See, this is the result of praying to an outside God. This is what happens. God is in you. God wants for you what God wants for you. And you get to choose. We all have free will. We all have free will. So we get to choose. And as you choose and you mature, again, becoming a spiritual adult, that sounds to me like I need to do a vision on a, a spa on that. When you become a spiritual adult, you take responsibility for your choices and you tap into the higher realms to guide you in everything that you do. What did I say? When I was praying, prayer preparation for this, I got the message that the imagination is an abandoned faculty. When was the last time you used your imagination to just run wild? As a matter of fact, we talk our children out of uh, uh, using their imagination. So stop praying to an outside God. Stop it. Don't do that. Pray to the outside, inside God, and then you'll get it. How do I stand for myself and my vision when I've never been taught how to do it? <clears throat> oh, that is juicy as... Mm. Ooh, that's good. The vision will instruct you. The vision will pull you forward. The vision, your passion for the vision. Yeah. And spirit will teach you if you ask. If you ask, spirit will teach you. Yeah. Who's your spiritual guide? Who do you look to? Yeah, who do you look to? I love that uh, that song. I mean, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I know the words. I don't know the name. So you can do it, Miss Elisa. Eliza. Elisa. Yeah. Yeah. The vision will teach you. Isn't that great? How do I possibly find time for projects and ideas I have? I don't know about no projects and ideas. Oh, my God, I'm over time. Um, as an artist and a full-time mother, I, it's too much. <laughs> okay, here's the new rule. New rule, you know, like Bill Maher, he has new rules at the end of his show. If your question is more than 20 words, I'm not even going to read it. That's too much. That's too much. 20 words. Fear of failure has me stuck. No, it doesn't. You're thinking that fear of failure has you stuck. Fear of failure don't have you stuck. It's you thinking that fear of failure. That's what has you stuck. I can't move. That's not true. You've chosen not to. How do I get under, around, or through all the negative thinking that keeps me stalled? Well, be willing to fail. Okay? Just be willing. If fear of failure has you stuck, just be willing to fail. The other thing is go to Coach Laura's coaching session next Wednesday. Laura, if you in the thread, put your thing in there. 
She does a group coaching online and answers all of those kind of little things. But I'm telling you, it's not fear of failure that has you stopped, Kim. It's your thinking. And Kim, clutch your pearls. Clutch your pearls, okay? <laughs> That's your hustle. That's how you get to avoid taking responsibility for creating your desires by saying, I'm stuck. I can't move. It's a hustle. That's how you hustle yourself. That's what the ego does. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you handicapped. You, you, you stuck. Oh, you're too old. You're too young. It's a hustle. It's a racket. Okay. So get your thinking right, beloved. Get, don't get, get, um, get over it. Get over it. It's thought therapy for negative thinking. All right. So I'm over time, y'all. Three minutes. I can give you seven more if you like. Okay. I can give you seven more if you like. Um, but that was with all of the conflammation with the PowerPoint. And this, I think, was fine. Did you get some help without the PowerPoint? Good. All right. Coach Laura, put your, um, put your, um, coaching, group coaching thing in there. And I've got coaches too. I need to put their thing up. I will. How do I stop feeling, believing? It's not a feeling or a belief. It's a thought. That all, everything that I think or say is wrong. That's a thought. That's not a feeling. And the thought may have a feeling attached to it. Get the immersion sheet. When I think of this, I feel scolded and don't know how I got this way. Yeah, you do. You have a killer critic inside. Killer critic. You know, inside, we have an internal family system. Whatever happened in the family and whatever we perceived was going on in the family, we have that whole system inside of us. I call it the committee. <laughs> and the committees always have a subcommittee. And the committees are always meeting, okay? So in there, you got a killer critic, killer critic. That means no matter what you do, it's coming for you. Why it's wrong, who it's wrong, how it's wrong, okay? I wonder if your mom was a single mom in a time when pregnancy didn't get a TV show. That sounds like womb time stuff to me, but let me not make a judgment. Um, go to Laura's coaching or get the immersion sheet. I created a visual and I plead to see some of the desired beginnings taking shape. Are there any tips? Okay, so there it is. She's got a board, no statement, and no image up here. Or maybe she has the image up here. Because you cut those pictures out and you put them together as individual kinds of things. I doubt, because I don't make my vision board in a thread. So get your statement. Do your statement. Okay? I have a vision, but I don't have a team. Who is that? Nikita Dennis, put your hand out. Nikita, put your hand out. Just do just like that. Pow, pow. <laughs> Listen to her. I done talked for a whole hour about don't worry about how it's going to happen. I have a vision, but I don't have a team of people or supporters to help bring my vision to life. I tend to compare myself to others and want to give up on the vision. You do have a team of people. They're called ancestors or angels. They're called ascended masters. When was the last time? Get a book called Hiring Heavens. 
I don't remember her name. Oh, my team is going to kill me. I just gave a book out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't need a team of people. God never gives you the vision without the provision. God never gives you a vision without the provision. And if you have a vision and the provision hasn't showed up, check your vision. Your vision's off. Your vision's off.
Hey ladies, it's March and our sponsoring organization Pumps for Women Inc. has a bunch of events and conferences and amazing goodies in store for every woman around the globe. Make sure to follow us on social media, Pumps for Women Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to like and share and also visit our website for a ton of news updates and find out how you can become a member, Pumps for Women Inc. P-U-M-P-S, Purpose Uplifting Mentoring Positivity and Sisterhood, right here on Pumps Radio.
God within you never gives you a vision without the provision. Okay? So, Nikita, stop trying to, that's a hustle. I can't do it. Nobody help me. You know what? What is it? Matthew 5, 38? Is it Matthew 5, 38? I don't know if you're a Bible person. You can pull it up on Google. You don't have to go by Bible. The man at the pool of Bethesda. When God came and troubled the waters. You know that song, Wade in the Water. It's about when the spirit of God came upon the ocean and troubled the waters. They called it trouble. That means it made it move. And people knew and recognized that the spirit of God was upon the water. And if they could get in the water, they would get healed. They would get healed. That's what wade in the water means. God's going to trouble the water. So the God's spirit was upon the water and the people were running, running, getting in the water. They, the blind were healed. The lame were healed. The, 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 the elderly, everything, wait, they, they got healed. And it was a man sitting at the side of the pool and he just sat there and the people were running by him, running over him. It was just a, it was an insurrection. <laughs> so when the water stopped and the people left, he was sitting there at the pool. And so they, the two of the students of the Christ, they called them disciples I call them disciplined minds. Oh, I'm going to do a metaphysical Bible class so y'all can get it. They said, the disciplined mind said to him, brother, don't you want to be healed? And know what he said, Nikita? He said, yes, but I've been crippled all my life and I don't have nobody to put a, put a, pick, help me into the water. Now, he wanted somebody on their way to get their healing to stop and help him get his healing. And the disciple looked at him and said, boy, you need to hush. That's not what they said. That's what I said they said. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? In other words, what do you want? And he said, yes. And they said, well, pick up your bed and walk. And know what he did? Picked up his bed and walked. <laughs> All right. If you want that vision to come through, it's going to come through. All righty. Vision, you got work to do this month, okay? Work on your immersion, immerse yourself into the spot, immerse yourself. Even if you have a good vision, it's a good exercise. What do you want? What do you really want? Why do you want it? It's You can do one sheet a day or one sheet a month or no sheets at all. But if you do the work, the vision will get clear, all right? A vision of the future that you feel and live now, a vision of the future that you feel and live now. And what you're going to do is tap into it. Tap into the power of you. All right. All right. Let me do one little massage before we go. One little massage before you go. Okay. Take a breath in. Breathe in. I'm on a beat. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. I want to leave you with a lesson from A Course in Miracles, actually two lessons. The first lesson is, above all else, I want to see. Your vision is about seeing. 
from the inside out. Above all else, I want to see. And the second lesson is, above all else, I want to see differently. Above all else, I want to see. And above all else, I want to see differently. So precious Lord of the universe, that is our declaration before you today. Above all else, we want to see And above all else, we want to see differently. Open our minds, shine your light on us, that we may see ourselves and things and people and life as you see it. We ask for and open ourselves to receive an outpouring of wisdom that improves our vision, that we may live a life that is worthy of the beings that we are. So, because we ask and allow, we know God, creator, source, divine mother, you become. And now we rest in thee. We let it be and so it is. All right. Deep bow to my SWITS, SWIT training one. I promise you it starts on first day of spring orientation will be the week before. If you're signed up, you'll get the notice. All right. Um, What else? I'll see you in the Global Living Room on Saturday. I have 13 minutes, so forgive me. The PowerPoint, I don't know, maybe we'll put it in the replay. The replay will only be up for 48 hours now. It's not going to stay up forever. Okay? Love Taking you. over your radio frequency. Mm. It's Miss J in the morning show. Hit me! Miss J, Miss J, Miss J.